0: started i was reading up on you and you've got like a laundry list of credentials so it took me a while to get through your your bio so yeah you've you've uh, you've definitely made your major rounds in the world of ice skating man so it's pretty cool i like it
1: thank you yeah
0: what uh, what got you into it originally what kind of made you want to just keep going with it
1: um so i started i grew up in aspen colorado okay. and um Basically, you know, uh, it's it's a mountain town and yeah. win- winter sports are huge there. Um, so I grew up basically from the time I could walk, like my parents had me skiing, had me skating. Um, and there was just something about skating that I, I was just drawn to. Um, you know, as a child, when you kind of get into a sport that you really like, you don't necessarily have a reason why. There's just something about it that really attracts you. um and just as i got better i liked it more and uh then eventually it became something that i was like oh i have to get good at this like i really i like this so much that like i have to be the best i can be at this
0: how how does that it must be hard to to maintain that that mental state through all of your practice like always kind of holding that close to your heart whenever you're going through like tough moments i guess
1: yeah oh for sure uh it, it is tough, um, you know, and especially like once you get to the elite, kind of the elite level, um, it becomes more about the uh, the mental aspect of it than necessarily the physical, because you know, um, you are used to kind of pushing through that pain and you're used to putting your body through through um, what it has to go through in order to do these skills, yeah. um, but... Uh, there's just a point at which, like, you know, it, it becomes monotonous, or that just that pain is just it keeps going daily and daily, and it's like you, you have to, you have to find a way to hold space to, um, to not like push it off, but not okay. quit, um, and that's that's the hard part, like when you're when you're going through. Um, that sort of kind of, I guess, endurance would be, uh, a good a, word. A, the word for it. Yeah. Um, it's like everything in your, in your brain is telling you to quit because it's like, it's just painful, yeah. um, physically and emotionally, but it's like, you have to find that space where, where it's like, well, what am I doing? What is my, why? Like, what am I doing this for? Why am I doing it? What do I want to gain from this? And you know, am I, am I okay quitting here and, and having that be good enough or, Am I wanting more? Am I working for more? Am I trying for more? Because if if I want more than what I'm doing right now, then quitting's not the option. You know. Hmm.
0: I see what you're saying. So it's it's a constant reminder, really. yeah. Because because like you said, when you when you first started, you don't have uh, a grasp on why you're doing it or or what it's about or what it's going to turn into. So I guess once it becomes apparent, then it's then it's a matter of like oh, bouncing back and forth. And trying to trying to keep it close, so no, it's, yeah. cause that's uh, that's always been my question. You know, you read up on it, you look at things, you read stories, and just to always want the next step or the next accomplishment in that sport, uh, it's 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 never ending. It's like there's always something else that you could do more or better or keep improving on. So. I speak like I know what I'm talking about. I don't know shit about this sport, man. It's 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 always <laughs> I'm always curious about it, you know? But yeah, it's it to me I, with what little I know about ice skating, it's um it, it it seems like a pretty severe sport, truly. So, just with with uh, what it what it makes you give, like physicality and everything, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, uh it 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 is really it's a very intense sport. Um, yeah. and you know, uh, it's also a judge sport. So you kind of have to fit into other people's boxes and then, mm-hmm. um, you have to do things, um, maybe ways that you wouldn't want to do them. Um, yeah, but I think, um, <laughs> shit, where was I going with that? Um... Oh, it's all good. No,
0: no worries. No, no pressure whatsoever. No, I, I think that uh, is it, it when you're, when you're performing like and and you have the pressure to like do the best you can does that does that sort of like make it easier to to get the most out of yourself in those situations or is it kind of i don't know is it just more stressful which is a stupid um, question of course it's more freaking stressful yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it it is it is yeah um but for me, like it always came down to the training. Like, if if I could if I could do it in the training and I could make sure that all of those all of those things were covered and all of those details were covered and and I yeah. felt confident and insecure like in my home rink, then I knew that I had it when I could when I needed it. Yeah. Um. For me, it was like if things were kind of shaky at home and I I was my percentages weren't very high and um i didn't i didn't feel reliable on myself that's when i felt the most stressed at competition that when i that was when i felt the most scared it was oh, like when things so. were working at home i yeah. felt like i felt ready i felt good to go but if things were off at home i was like this is gonna be uh it's gonna be a ride
0: yeah no for sure it's it's yeah, it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like things have to be right in, in in like what you said at home, so that it transfers to competition. So, are you still are you still in the competing competition circuit, or are you kind of you you you're training right now? You're teaching.
1: Yeah. So I my last competition was in 2015, um, okay. and since then I've been doing performing a lot, doing a lot of shows, and um, just uh, September of 2020 I started um teaching and i i have my first pupil who is actually um potentially or is a, is an olympic hopeful for 2022.
0: Oh my gosh. Well that's awesome. Okay. Holy shit. Thank you. Yeah, no that's 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 uh, awesome and you're but your performance too. You're on um the stars on ice, right?
1: Yeah, so okay. i i actually well i haven't performed in <laughs> since 2019 just because of the pandemic and everything. Yeah. Um, but hope, hoping shows and, and and performances come back and that we have live entertainment soon sooner than later.
0: Man, it, it I don't even it, you don't even realize how much the um, no, I don't realize how much the pandemic hit people like you. You know, it, it, athletes or perf- performers. You know, doing doing stuff like that. You know, I I realized how much it hit musicians and other people. But man, yeah, that must have set you back a lot. For sure.
1: Yeah, I mean it really did. It, it affected athletics um kind of across the board. Yeah. Uh I mean, unless you're like a multi billion dollar franchise, uh yeah, <laughs> like yeah. hockey or football or baseball, um, yeah, all of that, like everything just took a, a big pause. Like there was just a huge hiatus on everything. And then yeah. um, once the ball started getting rolling with like the NFL and MLB and, and NHL. Then elite athletics were like, okay, we're going to find ways to make this work and make it happen um, in other capacities. And so then it started going from there. And now hopefully it's going to trickle on to um, the, the next part of it.
0: How, how, like, what's your take on kind of the, the current Olympics happening right now, as far as like the preparation goes? How, how does that with the pandemic and everything, how did that change? somebody how would that change somebody's prep I guess for for something man. like this I you know because um, I I was I don't know I just I thought about that because I'm like man that must have just screwed them up
1: yeah I I don't know how the summer athletes did it um yeah. you know I think they all got real creative and and were managing to do home workouts and and find ways to continue their training from from home. from home because okay. they, they obviously couldn't go into their facilities. Um, yeah. And I mean, just with my, with my student preparing for the U S championships last year, like yeah. um, they were January of 2021, or I guess this year. Okay. Um, and, you know, uh, the rinks shut down and um, we had, there was a while, I think during the summer before I even got here where um, my, my, Uh, my skater was, well, she wasn't my skater then, but she was doing, um, off ice, like in parks. And she was, she had to learn her choreography through zoom in a park, like out outdoors. (laughs) Um, and by the time I got here, the rinks were open, but then everything shut back down. We had to go into quarantine again. So everything shut back down. Um, but at that point, um, there had been like a mandate for elite athletics to keep, Athletes training. Yeah. Um. So literally, we had the rink open for like two hours, like two hours a day or three hours a day or something, just for her. Um. And so it was like really, it was this weird like, okay, we get to be here, but we're not supposed to be here, but we're allowed to be here, <laughs> and we got to keep <laughs> you training. But this weird is kind of like ground. a real like, yeah, yeah. This is like <laughs> such a my like, uh, this is like really um, messy from the mental standpoint, but you know what, we, we have this opportunity and we're just going to make the best of it. And,
0: um, so, so you try to get as much as you can done in like a short amount of time. You're like, go, go, <laughs>
1: Dude, <move." laughs> Yeah. Like we're going to get all of your training done in a very condensed time and yeah. we're just gonna like, we're going to make it work. So I think, um, that's what really all like every athlete that I know did, you know, they okay. had to, they just had to get creative and, and trainers were finding, trainers were uh trainers and coaches and um yeah everyone they were getting as creative as possible to find ways to uh, to work around the situation at hand um and i think you know it, it, for me I, I watching the summer games i kind of forgot what everyone actually went through and now me having too. to kind of look back on that and looking at what these athletes actually accomplished like it blows my mind that they were able to go through that and maintain the high level of performance that they were able to maintain for an extra year. Yeah, on top of being in quarantine and having to be as creative as they had to be to to, to train, essentially.
0: Yeah, it's it's like I, I'd imagine they had to summon that extra motivation to like keep going for another year until the Olympics hit for uh for sure yeah yeah and then
1: and that's like that's where your why comes into play you know you yeah. you have like the world is basically like falling apart and you're like well i'm still doing sports um why why am i doing this <laughs> why am i putting myself through this torture in, in the midst of everything else that's going on and i think you know um the ones that really just reminded themselves of why they were doing this and why why they got into it? Why they started? Why they they even wanted to get to this level in the first place? I think yeah. that's what kind of pushes everyone through, just to bring it full circle.
0: No, <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, I, I, I hear that for sure. That when whenever you're when you were competing too, I, I guess the the biggest the most jarring thing about watching the Olympics right now is not seeing anybody in the stands on any on any sport you watch, right? So, yeah. my th- my question is that does it does that really aid in like pushing you having all those people there? What's what's the difference?
1: Um, for me personally, I I really played off of my audience's energy. Okay. So if I was in a venue where the audience was just like full on, where they were loud and excited and like there was a lot of energy like i really was fueled by that like wow. that gave me that gave me more motivation that gave me more stamina that gave me more excitement yeah um and and also it gave me more confidence like just feeling like feeling that energy kind of like building me up and, and on my side that that kind of boosted my own confidence and so i i don't know if how i could have done this honestly um yeah but it's it's just like it's it's been incredible to watch. Like yeah. I've been watching these Olympics with a whole different lens, and it, and especially having now like re- semi recently stepped out of um, competing and sure, kind sure. of looking at it from the other the other side of the. Um, well, the boards in my case. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, looking at it from like a coaching perspective, and, and from uh, like from a perspective that's removed from the athlete, like it's mm-hmm. just uh, a whole different. I have a whole different view on it, and and what what I'm witnessing is just like it, it blows my mind. It's so incredible.
0: Yeah, it, it's it it really. I, I'm I'm thinking the same thing too. Whenever I see it, because it's everything. I think I, I guess for some of the outdoor sports, though, they've been having bigger crowds cuz i've seen some of the like the biking or whatever you know they have they have people out there and everything but yeah for all the gymnastics and it's it's entirely empty and man it's just just see the difference is such a stark contrast cuz yeah with with your sport i'd imagine people in the stands are probably wowed by like you know you got the grace you got the poise everything that goes into it so you take that away it's like it's like you're, you're, I guess you're more in your head, you know, while you're doing it, as opposed to kind of thinking outside of that, maybe. So, yeah,
1: very much so. Like, I think when it's just quiet, all you hear are your thoughts and yeah. they become louder and louder. Yeah. And so, when you have people, like, when you have that energy, when you have that noise, it kind of drowns out your own, like, your own insecurities and your own, like, thoughts that maybe take you out of what you're doing. And, um, it yeah. just kind of puts you back into that, like the, the activation mode. Like you're just in the mode to activate because like you have that energy versus like overthinking and overguessing and, and like wondering, you know?
0: Yeah. Have they, have they added any new divisions into your sport or is it, does it work like that? Cause they have, don't they have like doubles or partner and then they have singles yeah. I could be yeah, butchering so, this too, by the way, I could be making <laughs> the wrong duos. I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong.
1: please. Um, yeah. So there's four, four disciplines in, in, uh, figure skating. It's uh men's singles, ladies, singles, pairs, okay. and ice dance. Um, and ice dance is more like ballroom dance on the ice where like you have a man and a woman, but they're not allowed to do jumps and they're not allowed to do any lifts above the head. Okay. Um, Pair skating is a man and a woman, but they do jumps and they do the lifts that go above the head and like super acrobatic tricks. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, crazy stuff.
1: Then men's and ladies singles is just that. Um, But in 2014, um, we added a team event that is very similar to the gymnastics, like team, um, where it's all four disciplines compete for one country towards uh, to to earn points towards a medal. Wow!
0: Oh my gosh! Okay,
1: so that was the yeah. 2014 was the first time that they introduced that to the Olympics. Um,
0: Yeah,
1: and so that that would be like the only thing that they've added. um,
0: Yeah, a while. (laughs) Yeah, no, that that's it's because they. Well, the reason I ask too is just because with, like, I know they've. They haven't really added, I guess, divisions, but with the sports happening now, with the Summer Olympics, they've added some a, a crazy amount of new sports, and it always seems like with everything, they're always, you know, changing, adding new things to it, so I sound like such a rube right now, the way I'm like, they're always <laughs> adding stuff to these sports, it's crazy, but, you know, <laughs> so that's why, I'm at, you know, because I've seen the ice dancing thing, and that's... There's there's like real differences between these disciplines, you know, as you said. So it's mm-hmm. it's all different stuff. Is there any bad blood that exists between like an ice dancer compared to like a, a, a duos? Like, are are you guys looking at like the ice dancers going? Those stupid ice dancers over there. They don't they don't do tricks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there kind of is like a. Um, this idea that like ice dance is easier, <laughs> especially like amongst the, um, from singles. I don't know necessarily from pairs. Um, okay. but I think like skaters are always like, Oh, well, like ice dancers, they don't jump or spin or like, they don't even do like anything hard, but it's yeah. actually like, um, it's actually incredibly intricate. Like they have to do, obviously they don't jump or spin, but like they have to do certain things, but, uh, that, that we have to do as single skaters, but they have to do it in such a perfect way that okay. like we can get away with doing it um we can get away with doing it le- le- and not as not as not as great um yeah. but you know if they were if they were to execute certain things the way that we that we do as single skaters like they would have a lot of points deducted from them so like oh, although it may not be as acrobatic mm. um it's still it requires a level of like precision and um body control and um also like athleticism because even though like the guys aren't lifting the girls over the head like if you watch they're doing like some circulation like where they're literally yeah. spinning them around their neck between their legs like juggling them um God. it's kind of it's really crazy like what what they do and so i think they don't get a fair play where like yeah so some of the some of the athletes are like oh it's it's so easy all they have to do is like a twizzle um <laughs> But when you really break it down, what they have to do is incredibly hard.
0: Jeez, yeah, I, I, because they, they'd have to go in and scrutinize all the, all the little moves and everything. If they're not doing tricks, then I imagine the, all the synchronized bits are all like picked apart. So yeah, the little that, yeah. But
1: there's like certain patterns to like edges that we have to do, um, and if like the, the pattern's like a little off, then they don't get the points for it. like it's like it's like in t- it's
0: intense <laughs> yeah no I, I I think the whole sport is intense man I I really I got I got more into it last winter Olympics but as you watch it you're <laughs> the first thought that goes through my head is uh, like I imagine these people's thighs are like the it's like hard to get the freaking pair of tights over your thighs that's the first thought that went through my head so <laughs> I didn't even think about the tricks I was like they must have like people like back there trying to help them fit on their tights, but just, that was, (laughs) so I don't know why that went through my head, but that's, that's what it was, so I think I saw a family guy thing a while back about like speed skaters, and that's what it was, so yeah, I don't know, but no, it's, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like Stewie helping a speed skater get his tights on, because if you've ever seen speed skating, those guys are freaks, so, it's weird oh, stuff. That,
1: like I was gonna say, talk about like talk about big quads. Like those, yeah, those go. guys have yeah. They legs. That,
0: that's what it is. Like they have the freakishly sized legs, and so it's the yeah. And then Family Guy did a bit on that. Like they need help. I helped him put on their tights in the Olympic Games. So yeah, but no, that's to your point. Just just it shows the athleticism and like what goes into it and everything. So yeah what what do you do personally as far as like fitness goes outside of this are you just kind of doing regular stuff in the gym right now
1: oh man i am honestly like i'm trying to find a good balance for yeah. me um once i once i kind of stopped um skating i once i stopped competing i was still performing but uh so i was still skating like three, four hours a day, um, practicing, but, uh, my gym routine kind of went out the window. Yeah. Um, and now as I am not able to skate that much, um, yeah, my fitness is also kind of gone out the window. So as, um, I guess as a more regular human and and no longer like being an athlete full time where that's my only focus, like I'm yeah. really still trying to find a balance of things that I enjoy doing but things that also kind of push me um and still trying to find time to skate and especially now as things are opening you know of course during during quarantine everything was really hard everything was closed um and like i personally really like i like yoga a lot because it keeps me mobile but it also keeps me like fit um yeah and uh but i'm not the type to just be like "Mm, i'm gonna see like what's on youtube and like myself (laughs) like i like I know that I know yoga is not competitive and I know it's supposed to be like a focus on like an internal focus and a focus on the breath and the self and, and that, and I get, and Mm -hmm. I, 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 I love that aspect of it, but I also am a little competitive. (laughs) So I like having people around.
0: You can't switch Um, it off probably. Yeah. I mean, just, just with all your training. Yeah.
1: Like, you know, being in a class or being a part of something, it just gives me that little extra motivation to like, when that voice comes in and says "Mm, you're tired maybe stop it's like no you're you can keep going because people are around yeah um so like i personally know that about myself where like i'm not good at just like doing a home workout or like yeah figuring out something on my own like i kind of need that like that group dynamic to to push myself out of my own comfort zone yeah because i don't have like at the moment i don't have goals for myself and i guess you know, it was always like a competitive goal. It was always like, a there was something to achieve. And now I guess on the other side of it, I have to find a fitness goal. Like what, what is my goal as a human to be, to be fit or to be in shape or, or just to, um, just some, you know, I, I just need a different sort of goal. And, and I'm still kind of wrapping my head around that because it was so singularly focused for my entire life. And now I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's been an interesting shift, and I'm still like it's one I'm I'm still really trying to work on and figure out and and adjust as as the world is adjusting and shifting and changing around us as well.
0: Yeah, I I can I can imagine that that most people, uh, the amount of times I hear people talk about, you know, mainly just doing and not having come from a background like you come from with, you know, a lot of a lot of very visible goals that you're working towards, but so many people, you know, they're just training or doing fitness for health and longevity. And you know, maybe yeah. sometimes the the training you've gone through needs to be taken that aspect of working toward a goal. Any people need to do more of that as opposed to just working toward longevity. So I I feel your pain on that one, man. Like just you know, not, not having any direction right now, you know, so it's, yeah. But the amount of times I hear people kind of talking about just some arbitrary goal, it's, it's like, well, you know, find something, there's something out there. So I don't know. Yeah. You're, you don't really need it though. You've done it a gazillion times. I can, I I can imagine it's probably nice to sit there
1: and not have to worry about something like that. Ah, man, it is, it was, it was, but it's like it's incredible how long it takes to like to build yourself up into like something that you like into like the person that you want to see or or the yeah. the person that can uh, like um uh accomplish what you want to accomplish, mm-hmm. and it takes no time to fall out of that. It's yeah. like yeah. It it literally <laughs> not even immediate. half the time. I was gonna say it's like five times. Like, <laughs> let's say if it takes five weeks to do something, like to build something up. I mean, it takes longer than that. But let's say if it takes five weeks to build something up, it takes like a week for it to come crashing <laughs> down. <laughs> it just falls it apart. happens fast.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it's it's yeah. Like 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 it's so easy to like let yourself become fat. Like it's you just sit there do nothing and eat a lot of food, right? It's like, whereas when it's like, you're trying to get a six pack, it's like the hardest freaking thing ever. Jeez. You know? Yeah. So, Well, um,
1: and not even like from, a, um, not even from a, like an aesthetic standpoint, like just like to build up stamina, like,
0: you yeah. know,
1: um, in order to run, let's say in order to run eight, like I used to be able to go out and run like six to eight miles without thinking about it. Like it was hard, of course, but like not a problem. And now it's like, I run one to two and I'm dying. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. just like from an active like take take aesthetics totally out of it like just from an uh like a an active standpoint like it takes a while to build up um that that stamina or that strength and it yeah. just man it, it goes it goes fast it goes fast
0: Jeez I, I yeah wow so you could man 8 miles jeez man that's impressive <laughs> that's awesome
1: It's funny i have a friend that like um She she was a skater when she was younger, um and but like stopped skating in like high school, yeah. Uh, and then in her mid twenties, was like, you know what? I want to run a marathon, and then just started like training for marathons. And now she's run like she's probably like run close to a dozen at this point. Oh, um, just a dozen. And just, like but, yeah, like but <laughs> just one day she was like, <laughs> yeah, I just I want to run a marathon, and just started. Like started on her own, completely on her own, like just started building up miles and then did her first like one or two. And then from there started to get a coach um, and like join like a run club and all of this stuff. But, you know, uh, she was like, do you want to go for a run with me? It's going to be a light day. I'm doing eight miles. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) you're kidding, right? (laughs) Like, that's my peak. Got this thing at this time. This is a light day. Yeah, "Um, it's a light day. (laughs) Also, I'll go with you as long as I can. I might have to tap out early, but we'll
0: figure it out. Well, yeah, it's, it's, man, I, I guess I I tried five miles one time and I I barely made it, but geez, your feet are hurting, everything's hurting. And you're like, I, I I just want, I just want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Like your legs are burning, your lungs are
1: burning, your heart is just like pounding out of your chest (laughs) and you're like, why do people do this for fun?
0: Yeah, there you go. That's, that's exactly what went through my head. It's it's crazy. Well, dude, that's, yeah, man, that's that's nuts. Eight miles. Well, I know I've known a couple of people who've done the same thing that your that your friend did that's kinda up and decided one day to like do a marathon and, and train for one. So I can't imagine it's it's a it's very it's probably brutal, but at the same time it's probably a simple way to go about training. You just you just do it, right? You just like run it <laughs> or or run you, a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it's just, you know, you start like, okay, let's let's see how many we can run first and then you you kind of, okay, well, we got like five, maybe by next week, let's try to get like six or seven. And then like, you just kind of, I think you just have to incrementally build, but then it's been really interesting to hear her now that she has like some coaching, like, um, you know, it's like, you you don't just like run 22 miles every single day. It's like, okay, I'm going to do like the heavier days are maybe 12 and then, um and then the rest are like five to eight and then oh, there's like sprint you. work and hill work and like she it's like it's very like periodized and planned out and like really mapped out and it's like yeah it's just it's so funny because when you turn an activity into like into a sport, mm-hmm. just the whole mentality shifts. And then there starts to become like you add the science into it and you add the studying into it. And like the whole thing just shifts. And it just goes from being something that was like, okay, I'm just going to run. Like I'm going <laughs> to see how far I can run to like, okay, now it is studied and it is like dedicated and everything is mapped out and timed and planned. And like these are my peak times. And these are when I'm going to run the long distances. These are when I'm going to run the short distances. This is when I'm going to sprint. And it's like the yeah. whole, like the whole mentality shift.
0: Everything. Yeah. Everything's becomes periodized. Like you said. Yeah, it's for sure though. And it's, it's, it probably, once you do it, then once you get back after the competition or, or whatever you're training for, it probably changes your entire mentality too. So you go back into the gym or, you know, back into running and then you've got this new mindset of like knowing how to continue from that point on. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and then at, after that point, now you have like, okay, well, this is my time, so I want to beat that time. So now there's a whole new goal, and you have a whole new tangible thing to work towards.
0: I'm tired of running. I'm gonna do curling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the next four. That's the next goal. You be do curling.
0: I mean, I'm gonna see you up there doing curling,
1: <laughs> which we did win. That'd be by dope. Actually. Yeah,
0: USA got the gold. I think last time. So.
1: Yeah, in uh, 2018.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah, somebody, somebody posted a meme or something, and it showed them all, and they look like, like the nicest group of dads that, that all just decided to do curling. It's like, you know, because they all have their tucked-in shirts and everything. It's so funny. So, but yeah, they yeah. got it.